This is episode 439 of the AWS podcast, released on April 27, 2021. Podcast confirmed. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Launch at AWS. We are so excited to be talking today about Amazon FSx File Gateway. I am joined by Laz Beccaratis, who is a principal product manager at AWS and works on the uh, AWS Storage Gateway team on File Gateway. And then I'm also joined, I'm so blessed to be joined by Dave Stoffaker, who is an AWS hero. So this is a special episode, guys, because how often do you get to chat with an AWS hero? I feel like this is like my lucky day, honestly. I'm, I'm very excited. So welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. It's awesome. I'm really, really excited. So I think we should start out, first of all and foremost, talking about, you know, what the heck is Amazon FSx File Gateway? Just briefly, you know, intro us uh, to what the product is before we get into today's actual launch, because I don't even think I'm as intimately familiar as maybe some of our customers are. Sure. Let me, let me try and uh, help a little bit there. So Amazon FSx or Windows File Server is managed Windows file services. So uh, if any of uh, those listeners out there have ever tried to run a Windows server on premises, they know all of the um, operational overhead that's involved in that. Uh, everything from patching and, uh, and, and virus checking and all sorts of other, um, you know, I guess we would call them chores if you're an administrator. And uh, what we've done with Amazon FSx for Windows File Server is we created a service where we actually run that for you inside of AWS. And so it's fully managed just like everything else inside of AWS. And you don't have to worry about all of the rigmarole of keeping this thing running. The other thing that's really interesting about FSx for Windows File Server is that you also have uh, AZ protection. So one of the things that you have to do on premises a lot is to make replicas of your data in different locations, just in case you lose a building, something goes wrong. You need to <laughs> just in case you lose you know. a building. Well, it, it happens, just vanishes. you know, I mean, meteor yeah. hits, I, you know. Uh, so you have these problems. Um, believe it or not, if you talk to enough customers, they do worry about this stuff at, at some level. Uh, of course. And so, uh, you know, you, you have you, you can't have just one server. You end up having two. So with Amazon FSx for Windows File Server, you have two AZ protection. So you get synchronous replication between uh, two AZs in your region. And uh, automatically, yeah, you just press a button. That's the way you provision it. And it's uh, it's all at a very nice price. And I think. If you've ever had to go through the, the trouble of configuring a synchronous replication between two Windows servers, uh, you will just thank your lucky stars that this exists, right? So you don't have that problem anymore. It's secure and you don't have to worry about taking care of it. Uh, so you can just use it. And uh, FSx for Windows File Server is just that. It's a file server. You, you use it for sharing files. Uh, up until now, people have been using this for file sharing inside AWS regions. And it worked so well. We had a lot of enthusiasm from customers about uh, using it on-prem. You, you know, they have their on-prem services. There's a there's a real issue with latency that uh, on-prem users will, uh, will will feel the minute they try and access something in the cloud. And so we were getting all sorts of requests from our customers about solving this latency problem. And so we have a series of gateways that are focused more on uh, the Amazon S3 storage service, 
But uh, it seemed like we would have a really, really interesting uh, set of customers if we actually adapted it and created a version of this gateway for Amazon FSx for Windows File Server to solve this very specific problem. Customers experience latency if they're far away from their regions. It's the speed of light. So no matter what you try to do, speed of light's not going to go any faster. Einstein had this theory. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about this. I'm sure about and that. even if and even if you have uh, billions and billions of dollars, you can't make light go faster. Um, at least not today, to my knowledge. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what you can do is you can create a cache and actually, uh, you know, move your data closer to you so that you don't have to worry about the speed of light. Um, that's what the gateway does. The other thing that it does, which is super important, is that it manages the bandwidth it uses. Uh, if you're attached to your region, you're probably attached to either through a direct connect or some sort of VPN. And there's a, there's a finite amount of bandwidth there. And it's generally something that is relatively expensive as these things go. Uh, you want to use it as efficiently as possible. And so the, the gateway, the Amazon FSx gateway, actually does a fair amount of management of that bandwidth to make sure that it never overloads that link. And additionally, one of the things that really, really kills you with latency is round trips. We also reduce the number of round trips. It's a, it's a technique called WAN optimization, but uh, it, you know we've actually folded it into the service. And so uh, the number of round trips going back and forth when you request data is always tried to be optimized to exactly one. You can imagine if you have to go back and forth numbers of times, the amount of time you actually wait is, is long. So uh, we've done all of these things in the gateway. And then finally... So when you say the gateway, you're talking about the new feature that you launched or the new Amazon FSx file gateway. That's correct? right. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And so the, the FSx file gateway, the Amazon FSx file gateway also provides, aside from these uh, caching and when optimization features, it also provides sort of a... Um, an extension of that FSx environment on-prem. So it feels like you have a Windows server on-premises. All of the features of Windows are there. And so uh, you can manage your data as if it were a local file server, even though it's sitting in your region and it's protected and you don't have to actually really you know, operate servers and deal with all the nonsense that, that, uh, that you would have to do in, uh, in the on-premises world. So you can actually take this new feature and you can either use it in the cloud or you can run it on-prem. Yes, that's right. That's awesome. Essentially, Amazon FSx for Windows File Server with uh, Amazon FSx File Gateway. File Gateway. Basically allows you to take all your file storage, consolidate the, that, that data in one location inside Amazon FSx for Windows File Server, and then access it from wherever you happen to be. And obviously, with all the benefits that you just described, low latency, data protection... Yes. All, 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 the, all the bells and whistles, essentially. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I didn't even uh, talk about some of the data protection features. Those are inherent in, uh, in Windows uh, and Amazon FSx for Windows File Server. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of customers need those. You know, Dave will probably talk about that. So let's touch on those a little bit. What are the data protection features? So, uh, first of all, uh, if you've ever, everyone is part of their normal working lives. They, they work on files. And uh, you make mistakes. Yes. You accidentally delete things. Uh, I'm sure it's never happened to you, Nikki. Yes. You know, you're, you're, you don't seem like you're prone to mistakes. Uh, but a lot of people will, will, will... Really nice of you, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, usually what ends up happening is you lose a file or something like that. And uh, you need a 
copy of it somewhere. You know, and that is sort of like the basic chore of storage administration is uh, doing some of these these file recoveries, and uh, you need to have the infrastructure in place. Usually on premises, what that means is you have another system with just your backups, and then you have to, you know. Spin that up, pull your file back, or usually you don't pull just one file back, you pull a whole bunch of files back and uh, you tell the right. user here, take your stuff. Uh, you know, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's a bunch of infrastructures you can imagine. Now, uh, with Amazon FSx for Windows File Server, you have a couple of options in AWS. You can, uh, you can create FSx backups. And we have backup integration with the gateway. So uh, on a nightly basis or whenever you actually decide your backup window is, we can basically take a backup of all of your files and store them in an S3 image. And uh, that is done in the cloud. So there's no separate system or anything like that. It's just kind of there. If you ever need to restore, you can just do the restoration uh, in the cloud and get back your stuff. So it's it's kind of cool because it's it's built in and you don't really have to worry about setting up all this other infrastructure. You just decide how frequently you want it done. What we did with the gateway, which is really interesting, is that if there's data that has not been written yet, when that backup window occurs, we have this coordination feature where the gateway will flush all of the uh, unwritten data that it's still holding into FSx for Windows. So it's in the cloud when the backup happens. So you have a very you know, consistent point in time copy, which is very cool. I think we're, we're unique wow. in that regard. So uh, that's, that's one of the features. Uh, of uh, many. And this integrates with AWS backup? Yes. So you can keep all your backups in one place? Yes. So there are two ways you can uh, invoke these. Uh, AWS backup uh, is, is one. Mm-hmm. So if you want to uh, use AWS backup, which is uh, a, a great, great service because it actually gives you all of the additional you know, metadata and cataloging of a backup. Or if you want something more quick and dirty, FSx for uh, Windows actually does have uh, a, uh, an FSx backup. As well, so either way, we're integrated in. So uh, you know, the service knows that a gateway exists, and it, it actually does the, all these tweaks in order to make sure that your your backup is clean. That's really awesome. Really, really awesome. Really, really cool feature with the. I think I had definitely haven't heard that before. Uh, that capability of, specifically of backup. So you mentioned also like you know you get all the benefits since it's a Windows file system of like native Windows features. Can we talk a little bit about what those might be? I think one of them I know is Active Directory. Is there integration with Active Directory? Am I able to take advantage of that? Sure. Uh, in fact, we are fully compatible with the latest revs of Active Directory, and you can you have a choice of using your own Active Directory. Uh, a lot of customers have their own directory services infrastructure on premises, and it's very hard to uproot that and run it in the cloud. So we can integrate with that. Or alternatively, uh, we also have an Active Directory service. So we have managed Ooh. Active Directory. If you want to offload the whole thing, uh, you can run that inside of your AWS region uh, and we'll integrate with that. Uh, we actually have tested with some pretty hairy directory services as part of our private beta <laughs> up until now. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, people, people uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's actually a pretty complex system and uh, a lot of companies... Is, they all are. They, they you know, they, they acquire other companies or new organizations pop up and they create another directory and another directory. And so you have people reaching across directories to get access to files. So we wanted to be 
be sure that we had that level of compatibility. And uh, so we, we've, uh, we've worked through a lot of the issues uh, around that so in order to offer that, that capability. So that's one thing. The other thing that's super important is uh, access controls. So if you have a whole bunch of people sharing files, uh, you want to make sure that only the people that have permission can access those files. And uh, Windows has uh, some very complex access control mechanisms. They call them ACLs, ACLs. They're access control lists. You can have quite a few of them with the Amazon FSX for Windows File Server and our Amazon FSX File Gateway. Uh, any file system object can have up to 64K of ACLs. So that's up to 1,809 of them, I think is the largest number wow. we can jam in there. So yes, you can actually, uh, I wouldn't recommend you do it that way, but um, you, know, the, you could theoretically have that many uh, access controls on a file and we would be able to support that. So uh, that's another super important part of this file sharing workflow that we support fully. All right, so so you've, you've basically walked me through all the reasons why I should definitely want to use this product. I mean, really cool. And also just like on-prem file storage is, you know, a nightmare, as you mentioned. It's complex, it's difficult, it's complicated. So, you know, how easy is it for me to set up a, a Amazon FSX Windows file server with an FSX file gateway? Like, how many clicks are we talking about? How complicated is it? And also, like, what is it going to cost me? Sure. Well, you know, so, you know, Dave, uh, Dave here actually set it up uh, pretty quickly. Uh, it, it, it's, it's really a, a relatively simple uh, wizard process. You have to have a, a checklist of things that you had to have done ahead of time. Obviously, um, you know, with Active Directory, you had to you know, collect a couple of user accounts and make sure that your network is in proper working order. But after that, it's really uh, about five steps. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's straightforward. If you already have an F Amazon FSX for Windows file server running, we just attach to it, and uh, you know, within the, within a few seconds, uh, all the files that you have visible in uh, your AWS region suddenly show up on prem. So it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's uh, it's you know really simple, and you know you have a very very straightforward administrative interface. So we don't spend uh, we we try to make this as simple as possible. Uh, so you don't have to spend a lot of time. Uh, scratching your head, wondering which option to turn on or which what option to turn off. Just a few simple things we just need to know. Uh, you need to get you into your Active Directory. We need to get into your Amazon FSX for Windows File Server. And then after that, uh, we know what to do from there. So very uh, straightforward. And what about cost? So our customers had some really interesting feedback about how they buy uh, you know, services uh, like this. And for this gateway, what we've done is to create a, uh, a fixed recurring cost. One of the characteristics that uh, our customers told us is very important for this type of infrastructure is that as they scale up, as they get, you know, go from 20 terabytes to 60 terabytes to, I think Dave has several hundred terabytes, they want the price to go down on a per terabyte basis. Duh. Duh. So uh, with the gateway, we have a fixed monthly cost. So uh, you know it, that it's uh, it's five hundred dollars a month, roughly. It's sixty nine cents an hour. Um, so some months you get an extra day, other months you get a couple days right. less, right? But um, it, it's it's roughly uh, you know about five hundred dollars a month. Uh, it's sixty nine cents an hour, and uh, it's fixed. So twenty terabytes, sixty terabytes. 
you know, 360 terabytes. So as you can imagine, the, the cost amortized across your storage is actually smaller and smaller the more you use. And you know, if you look at the range of customers that we've talked to, there is no shortage of file storage out there. It's just growing all the time. <laughs> no one throws anything out. It's always good when your cost goes down the more you use something. Love that. That's just, that's great. Wish that would happen in all areas of my life. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, I can name a few things that are really notable. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So Dave, first of all, I just want to say I'm honored to be in the presence of an AWS hero, as always. With your medallion on or no medallion, I'm still honored. Bow down to all AWS heroes. Thank you so much for honestly taking the time to join us today. I would love to hear about how your company, Direct Supply Incorporated, is using Amazon FSx Windows File Server and File Gateway and what your use case was specifically and you know how easy or difficult you found to set it up. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you again for having me on the, on the podcast today. This is great. So Amazon FSx for Windows File Server is something that we've been working with when it was still in its early, early beta phases. Um, anyone who's in the, the storage space kind of recognizes that the, the shift from on-prem to cloud native, the landscape of, of tooling and platform options really changes. And until FSx came along, there was not a Windows native fully managed file system that we could adopt unless we went through the marketplace or adopted a third party platform. And the thing to know about some of those third-party platforms is that they really require you to still maintain a high level of administration, running it on EC2 instances, provisioning the storage on the back end, managing RAID levels, things like that. And for file data, that complexity is just unnecessary overhead, especially in the cloud. So we were really excited to get pulled in in the early, early phases of developing just the FSx file system. And it was a, a fantastic experience. So our use case, we have several different file systems in our organization that have historically lived on an, uh, an on-prem NAS device. And with our move to the cloud, we wanted to move those services that need to be close to our cloud-based applications out right. into the cloud. And for the things that need to be close to our user populations, be able to move off of physical hardware in our own data center and still maintain that low latency local proximity to our end users. Um, totally. So if I've got a bunch of batch applications that are running and generating a ton of log data and need to pull things out of databases here and there and, and you know produce output, that's a perfect use case for having a file system in the cloud. And uh, once FSx went to multi-AZ, uh, we started moving systems onto the FSx for Windows because a lot of our stuff has that multi-AZ requirement. Um, And and we took it to the point where we actually built deployment automation internally. So if we need a new file system, it's it's a matter of minutes to configure the deployment and press go. And then the back end just springs up magically, joins our domain and is, is ready for us to start migrating data. Um, Amazing. So we rely on that heavily. It's super reliable, performs well for in-cloud stuff. That said, we have some user populations that are working on very large files. So like uh, video editing, multimedia, 
stuff. We produce a very large catalog every year uh, that we mail out to our customers. And we do a lot of that graphic work and photography in-house. So there's a, a large creative department that has all of their content running from an on-prem NAS. And the goal is to, you know, with it, when it's on-prem, like Laz mentioned earlier, you have to back it up. Well, then if you're replicating your backups out to the cloud, you're creating a massive amount of data traffic on a regular basis yeah. just to manage the data for these end users. So moving to a gateway model is, is kind of on our strategic roadmap so that we can still maintain that close proximity for our end users. Right. We can provide a, you know an emergency DR option for them. If something were to happen to campus, a network switch crashes, something doesn't work, we could use a DNS flip to redirect traffic right out to the native file system if we had to and make the data available. Slightly different performance characteristics doing that, but it is a, a very quick and easy path to, to get users back up and working again. If a building, um, you know, disappeared. Exactly. You, you laugh, but I mean, tornadoes happen, right? So... I, yeah, I believe so, that it will happen. I believe that it could happen. It's more just like the, the way that it's said is hilarious. I, I laugh. Oh, for sure. The building just vanishes. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, so we have a, a lot of, of end users that are working on, on large data where proximity and, and performance really, really matters. So being able to add that cache layer makes a huge difference. So we are right now, we have not deployed production workloads onto the gateway yet, um, but that is working its way through the approvals process internally and getting all the alignment going on our, our strategy going forward and, and uh, assuming that that comes out the way we're hoping, we should be migrating end user workloads and be completely off our NAS by, by end of the year. Wow, that's awesome. That's incredible. Probably really exciting for, for your team as well. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. And you know, moving to a managed service gets us out of the hardware replacement game. It gets us out of those like, you know, midnight pages where, you know, a boot volume is crashed or a you know, a network port decided to stop communicating. There's no more trips into the office to to manage little little hardware hiccups. All of that is happens behind the scenes and I don't have to worry about it. So I can focus on higher level work, higher tier work than than yeah. managing you know, individual pieces of hardware. So love it when, you yeah, know, it's, service it's just a great eliminates all the heavy for lifting for me. It's the best, <laughs> right? Heavy it's, fantastic. Fantastic. it's fantastic. So, and, and it really lets us focus too on what matters most, which is the data, not like managing a NAS is not like a strategic business enabler for our company. Right. Right. Like it's the data that's on the file system that really matters. And is the thing that, that, drives our business and gives us, you know, helps us extend our business value for our customers. It, it's not the vendor we pick to, to put blinky lights in the data center rack. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You want to keep following your own company's North Star instead of spending time and effort on something that really isn't your North Star. Um, Absolutely. Just, you know, taking up an incredible amount of time, which I'm sure on-premise file systems do. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, this has been really awesome, guys. I, is there anything else that I feel like we we missed or we forgot or we, we would like to tell all the other customers out there about FSX File Gateway specifically? No. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I would, I would echo what Laz said earlier about the uh, easy to spin up 
in a matter of steps. When we were testing out the gateway and, and really putting some load tests to it, it, it is literally a matter of minutes to, to get that wow. up and running in our data center. We just download the OVA file and import it into VMware. And it was really just a matter of minutes to get that up and running and, and uh, you know, passing data back and forth. I think the longest piece of time was just waiting for our internal DNS to update uh, with the uh, the DNS record that we had pointed at the gateway. So it, it was a, a very, very easy to consume platform for sure. That's incredible, especially, you know, incorporating that on-prem. If it's easy on-prem, I mean, wow, that's really, really awesome. Definitely encourage other customers to check this out if it's uh, fitting to your uh, on-prem needs or use cases. Sounds like super easy to set up. And also, you know, reiterating the pricing before, Love it when the more you use something, the price goes down. Like seriously wish a ton of things in my life fell into that category. <laughs> I'm sure my husband would be very happy. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's been really awesome chatting with you guys about Amazon FSX File Gateway. Thank you both so much for taking the time to join me again. Dave, thank you so much for joining us, especially. Absolutely. I love being the presence of a hero. I don't know where your medallion is, but I'm just envisioning you wearing it. So that's uh, all, I, all I see when I look at you, basically. Uh, Laz, any final words? Any, anything else uh, you wanted to say? Uh, no, uh, other than I'm super excited to be launching this. I think it's, uh, it, it, you know, there's been uh, a lot of excitement from customers and uh, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to watching people actually uh, adopt this and hearing their stories. It, it's been uh, super exciting to listen to Dave and, and get his feedback. Uh, and I think it's a big problem and uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people are, are waiting for us to do something here. So Laz, how can people reach you with, uh, with questions or, or feedback on, on using uh, the new FSX file gateway. Do you have a Twitter possibly or LinkedIn? Oh yes, Twitter, uh, I am quite simply at Lazvek, L-A-Z-V-E-K. And- Easy enough. Yeah, and uh, that is, an, you know, I, uh, you, can, you can follow me. You know, I, I usually take DMs um, as long as you're nice to me and uh, I'm super responsive. <laughs> So yeah, feel free to, to reach out to me there. Uh, you can look me up on LinkedIn as well. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm and uh, you know, even Instagram if that's what you want. You can see my pictures. <laughs> Great stuff. Readily available everywhere. Love that. So if you guys have questions or comments about uh, the new uh, product launch, Amazon FSX File Gateway, definitely feel free to reach out to Laz. Uh, he's a wealth of information. Dave, if you wanted to also provide your information for questions, you're more than welcome to. If not, no yeah, worries. Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at DaveBuildsCloud. And uh, you can also find me on the AWS Storage blog. I occasionally post there. And uh, if you look up the AWS Heroes program, I've got a full bio out there on the AWS Heroes website as well. Awesome. So if you guys have questions on this new feature launch, please feel free to reach out to either of them on Twitter. We love to hear your feedback. If you have questions specifically on the AWS launch shows, feel free to reach out to me. My Twitter is knee, like your knee, and a key, 23. And uh, yeah, always love to hear your feedback on the podcast or our AWS feature updates and launches as well. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you guys both so much. And uh, we'll see you next time on an episode of AWS Launch.